The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. On today's episode, Brian and I take a look at the most competitive division in the National Football League this year, the AFC West. With big name talent incoming into the division, how do the Raiders, Broncos, Chiefs, and Chargers hold up in a very highly competitive AFC? Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Matt Johnson, and this is the Two Point Conversation. Well, hey there. What's going on? How are you? I'm good. How was your 4th of July? Um, quiet. Uh, our family's 4th of July party is actually on the 3rd of July. Yeah. So um, I was at the Backstreet Boys concert. And just a nice low-key 4th of July. How was yours? How was yours? Uh, same. same. Busy weekend. Backstreet Boys? Oh no 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 no! That didn't, <laughs> I, is that on? Was that on Fourth of July? Is that, is the that third? It's on the Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I I think I'll be watching fireworks. I'm jealous. Hey, uh, real quick, I'm I, I'm like loading up, you know, information for the episode we're recording, right? Yeah. And I see that there's multiple multiple articles about Cape Cod and large sharks. Or the weekend in uh fourth of July. So really dude, you ever watch do you watch Jaws around Fourth of July? No. Uh, that's one of those movies that I've watched. Like it seems to always be on TV around the fourth of July. For yeah, reason. they do pop it up on like AMC or something or Turner Classic Movies or something like that. Um I just watch The Patriot over and over again. <laughs> right. Well, hey, I was about to make a social media push for we love the 4th of July and all when a bunch of uh, rich dudes signed a piece of paper that said they that we're a free country now, which, you know, credit to them. But uh, <laughs> why don't we celebrate the September 3rd? That's September 3rd, 1783 was when we actually won the Revolutionary War. Seven years. It took seven years. And we all, we celebrate from 1776 when we weren't free from any sort of ownership of britain until seven years later right you are right me and johnny actually did do this um uh we talked about the american revolution back on uh, retropop like a couple weeks ago and i didn't realize this but when they signed the declaration like and they 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 actually pushed the british out for like a month well and that was their kind of getting their body of government organized and basically um britain was invading to try and take back there like i think there might have been a couple ba- a couple right. battles and to start off they pushed the british to nova scotia oh and then a month or so later that's when everything started that's when the actual revolution really occurred so we technically i always thought that too like growing up they never really thoroughly explained that and i always thought it was just lexington and concord and boom 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 just 
seven years of battling, but I actually found out that, yeah, the, the, the British were kind of mostly gone for, uh, yeah. for a long period for a, for a bit of time before it actually all started. So, and then they were coming and coming and come. Yes. The, the, by land, two by sea, my friend, <laughs> uh, yes, by sea, man. I'm only, sorry. It's, it was a, it was a weird week. It's I get it. No, I get it. I totally get it. I've, yeah, I totally understand. I get it. Uh, but was supposed to talk football? Was that what we do here? I think so. Yeah, bro, no politics. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Shame on you. No, no uh, shark talk. <laughs> no shark, your shark talk. talk. No war, no Brits talk, no coming and coming talk. Uh, <laughs> we are talking football. We have the AFC West uh, to talk about today. And this is kind of one, I think, Brian, you and I have really marked our calendars down um, when it comes to being able to talk about it because right now on paper, this is the best division, right? This is, this is every, all four AFC West teams have. Okay. Maybe three out of the four AFC West teams have really been stockpiling. You know what? I, I'll give, I'll give the other team too. all four have really been stockpiling. This feels like uh, the last Hobbit movie, the battle of the five armies where everybody's just loaded, even though there's only four armies um, technically speaking in this instance, but uh Man, this division is scary good, and honestly, could send uh, could send all four. I think pot- potentially, potentially could send all four um, teams to the playoffs. It's a very competitive conference, yeah. And then, obviously, we're talking about a very, very competitive division. A lot of times, what ends up happening with those, it seems, it's either three teams make it in. Or only one team makes it in because the rest just beat the crap out of each other. Right. Um, I'm hoping for. I want. I want three teams out of this division because there's three teams that I'm like kind of rooting for. I'm not rooting for the Chiefs, but it's like, come on, dude. Let's let's keep the Chiefs thing going. Like, I want the, my Bills to be able to knock them off. You know, I know other teams would like to knock them off in the playoffs. So, yeah. no drop off from the Chiefs. But I mean, this division has been other than the Broncos winning when Peyton was there and then recently the chiefs. I mean, we never think of the Raiders as a good franchise. You know, the chargers have classically been, you know, choke artists when it seemed like things were going well, even back when they had Philip rivers. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this time with this arms race that they all decided to go and have, uh, yeah, very, very fun times in the AFC West. It's cool. And, you know, for me as a, as a like classic AFL fan, you know, the, the, the old 1960s and, you know, all, those four being some of the original teams, this is, it, it is nice to see that all four of these teams are, are propped up, you know, the way that they are. Um, yeah, they, they had a lot of cap space to, uh, to work with and, um, you know, every every team did their due diligence. Some of them, you know, right out of the gate, getting players. Some of them uh, taking their time, but getting the right pieces in place. So it's, uh, man, it's fun. It, it really is fun. I've always been a like a low key like Chargers fan. Always had a soft spot for them. The Raiders, you know, they've really, I mean, largely, I think many of their fans would painstakingly agree, but they've largely been garbage since uh, you know since the, uh, um, you know, they had the John Gruden era for a little. The, you know, largely been garbage since the eighties, right? That was their, um, that was their prime era. Uh, you know, the chiefs really rebounded. Chiefs have been top dog for a little while and, and Broncos have been one of the best teams since divisional realignment. We just talked about this uh, on Thursday last week. So 
Yeah, it's um, it's something that I don't think I've ever expected. Uh, and, and there's always going to be one team that's kind of out because we've seen this a, uh, a couple of years ago with, maybe with the NFC West. And there was one, I forgot who it was. It, um, one of the teams that just didn't, it might've been Arizona, but they didn't just didn't quite pan out the way that everybody had assumed. So um, yeah, this is uh this division is deep. I'm ready to dive in. You ready? All right, let's do it. Uh, last place or last year's last place of the AFC West. We are talking about the Denver Broncos. All right. Last year, I believe they went tw- uh, ten, seven and 10. Let me just double check and confirm that. Forgive me. It's been a busy, busy weekend. Uh, yes, they went seven and 10 with Drew Locke and, and Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy and Noah Fant and their elite beat their top tier defense. Actually, did they, they traded Von Miller away in the middle of last season too, right? Yeah, they did. They made, did make that move. But uh, yeah, Denver got Vic Fangio out, who is probably one of the the driest. Like, I, I just, like when they hired Vic Fangio several years ago, I wasn't like, oh man, right. change is coming for the Denver Broncos. Not like not once, not ever thought that. But uh, Nathaniel Hackett is the guy going forward he is the the new head coach he is coming from uh it's the the rams right rams was him the rams offensive coordinator i haven't kept track of him he's been or no he's uh he was packers i'm sorry okay so he ended up underneath the uh, floor yes let me just double check that too something i should have been yes he's been uh aaron Rodgers' offensive coordinator the packers offensive coordinator for the last since uh uh, 2019 and 2021, he spent time in Jacksonville, 2016 to 2018. So he coached up Blake Bortles in that awesome, um, in that awesome run that they had for one year. Um, so he's taken over, brand new vision, uh, offensive minded guy, something that Denver has really, really needed uh, since the Peyton Manning era. They haven't quite hit that. They've been using um, a holdover quarterbacks. You know, to, to, to let's see, let's let's go through uh, Denver's very interesting quarterback history since since Peyton left. Trevor Simeon, mm-hmm. Paxton Lynch, Chad mm-hmm. Kelly, mm-hmm. Um, Osweiler did come back. We had Case Keenum, Joe Flacco, Teddy B, Drew Locke. There might be one or one more somewhere in there. It's not oh, as bad Brett as Rippin. The- is it Brett Rippin? I think. Is that Mark Rippin's kid? I nephew, I believe it is. Nephew, I believe it's okay. nephew. But uh yeah, talk about not being able to figure it out, not being able to hit it in the draft, not being able to hit it in free agency. Uh Denver has been a, a twenty, you know, the twenty fifteen even that was an ugly team. Peyton's noodle arm and Osweiler carrying the team for a little bit, but it's it's uh, it's been a very bumpy road. But they think that they have their guy, Russell Wilson, gave up a ton of draft capital to acquire Russell Wilson. Um, lost a little bit in the trade, too. I think the biggest thing that they lost, uh, Noah Fant and Shelby Harris all went to Seattle. That, that was some tough, de- uh, you know, Noah Fant, an up-and-coming tight end 
who I would have loved to see Russ team with in uh, in in Denver, but wasn't uh, wasn't to be. Wasn't to be. Yep. Very interesting off season for them when you add on the fact that they're on their way to being sold. <laughs> yeah, the Walmart dude, um, the Walmart guy, <laughs> which is the leading guy. Which, a, yeah, it, it it's like was talked about big for like a day and a half, and then poof, disappeared, and we haven't heard anything since. Right. Yeah. He was the, I don't know if the sale went through, but he was like the first one. He had the height, the highest bid and he probably wasn't getting touched, but man, the memes that came out of that were hilarious <laughs> talking about closed registers at the concession stands or <laughs> it was gold. It was gold. I loved every bit of it. Um, but yeah, so this, I mean, this I'm, intrigued by what Russ does because I've been kind of down on Russ the last couple of years. Uh, you know, he's, he's put up some really great seasonal performances, but he typically tanks out at the second half of the season. He's a first half um, stud. Even last year, I know he was injured for, for the first half of the season came back and he did okay for, for what it was, you know, dealing with a broke busted up thumb and, and all that. But Overall, you know, and I don't want to blame it just on Russ because I know what he's been dealing with in Seattle. You and I have talked about it, terrible offensive line play, um, uh, you know, inconsistent run game, guys getting hurt all the time, and uh, and Pete Carroll. <laughs> right. I was going to say, like, incredibly outdated um, way of, of thinking about how you generate offense. Right. And then the defensive talent went away, and I think the coaching overall was still solid, but I, I think they just didn't have talent on defense anymore, and they were struggling to replace it because, I mean, they built those that team when they were good. Um, they built it through the day three of the draft, right. <laughs> like which was incredible. They get fourth-rounders and sixth-rounders hitting. Like, yeah, like, Ross being, was like, a fourth-rounder, I think. Third or fourth-rounder. Yeah, third-round yeah, third pick, but my goodness. Um they fell apart quick. And, and, and the fact that Russ now is going from whatever kind of offense Pete Carroll wanted to run, which I don't know what it is. I honestly don't. It's not West coast. It's not spread. It's, it's some sort of hybrid of Dog three shit. yards in a cloud of <laughs> dust and, and smash into your face caves in. Yeah. Um, but now he's going to Nathaniel Hackett, which does come from a very um, forward thinking um, new age, spread it out, read option, get guys on the edge, using the screen game, all that kind of stuff. Like you saw that with Aaron Rodgers and, and, you know, Packers like a little more, not maybe the read option, obviously, because he doesn't have the wheels they used to, but I'm saying like still working the edges on uh, using more screen, uh, quick dump off generation plays, things like that. Russ still does have the mobility and they have a really nice young running back to complement all that stuff. And uh, Javante Williams. Oh man, am I excited to see what he does this year? Uh, But, uh, but yeah, nice young core. We're still trying to figure out what the heck is going on with Jerry Judy. Uh, I think he's still, he might be still in jail. I don't know. I don't know. Um, But, uh, but yeah, they, uh, I didn't really care for the the Cortland Sutton extension. I, I I think I've said that a couple times on the show, but um, but yeah, so that's I mean that's really been Denver's off season in, in a nutshell. It's a, it's a nice fresh start for Russell Wilson. I think that's the most important thing, and you know for the Broncos' sake, hopefully it pays off because they gave up a, a a lot of draft picks. They basically had no draft this year. 
Um, I don't think they drafted until the fourth round, third or fourth round, something like that. And, um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see how it all goes. So you ready to make some picks? Oh, I'm ready. All right. Your 2022 Denver Broncos preview and predictions week one. This is the best time of the year to do something like this. Uh, Denver is traveling to Seattle. So Russ is going home right away. And uh, I think he's going to clap some uh, Seahawk cheeks. We're going to W here for the Broncos. I'm with you. All right. Best, best. One of the best stories of that weekend. We, I know we got some good ones, but that's, that's a, that's right up there. Yeah, no, I, I agree. There is, there's a lot of fun ones, but that'll be, that'll be nice. Like in Seattle, like you couldn't have booked that any perfectly. Nobody's going to, nobody would care about that matchup, but oh, people might like in the middle of the season, later on of the season, but man, to get that out of the way first week, that's uh that's pretty cool. Uh, week two hosting Houston. We have W's here for the Broncos week three hosting San Francisco. Hmm. This is tough because I don't know what San Francisco is yet this year. And I don't think we very we picked very favorably uh, for them overall. Um, I think Denver could get off to a hot start, though. Yeah, I, I'm going to go a win here for Denver. Well, I, I think last year you had a good vibe. You had a good feel for San Francisco. Like you weren't buying in like everyone else. Now, they made a great run. They did. This back half of the season was a lot better than the first half. But right. Yeah. So I think you like you felt them out pretty early and, you know, they got better as a team. Can't hold them against them. But now this quarterback thing changes so much of what they are. Yeah. Trey Lance can do so many things that Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't do in even his wettest of dreams. <laughs> I think it's too much defensive talent for Denver in this one. They just, they got enough pieces that they slow down that offense and it's probably an ugly game, but you know, Shanahan's a great coach. So yes, it is kind of cool too. There Shanahan coaching against his dad's team and made him famous. So you're going to go San Fran win here. Yep. It's a loss for the Broncos. All right. Week four at the Raiders at the Raiders. I'll, uh, it's so hard because, like, there's certain stadiums where it's like, man, there's home field advantage. But I don't know if that's really there in the AFC West. I don't know, um, especially, like, with Vegas. I think the entire division might split, honestly, this year. I wouldn't be surprised if everybody goes three and three. Maybe somebody jumps out and has a four and two finish. But uh, as far as this one against the Raiders, I'm going to go – I'm going to go a loss here. I think the Raiders – Put it on him. Yeah. I think we we see a early difference in the two teams. And that one team was in the playoffs and was, you know, scrappy and has that character already, even though they changed coaches, which I still feel bad for that guy. Right. Um I, I think it's yeah, I think right now the Raiders will probably be playing, even though the, the Broncos got off to a hot start there. So they were. They weren't they like three and zero at one point too. I think they were one of those early season surprises last year. Oh. Yeah, I'm with you though. It's a it's it's a it's a early division loss. Maybe ugly. It might be an ugly one. These these games can be so one sided at times for whatever reason. Right. Um, all right, week five. They are hosting the Indianapolis Colts. I have a loss here. You picked a win for the Broncos. Uh, week six. 
at the Chargers. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give. Uh, I'm gonna give the Broncos a win here. I'm gonna give the Broncos a dub. I don't see them going three week three straight losses. Yep. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. And you know what, though? Honestly, Denver has had the Chargers number for the last couple of years. That's been like one of those, like, you know how Jacksonville always seems to have Indy's number in, in Jacksonville? Mm-hmm. Denver's regularly, like, I mean, I think a couple, maybe once or twice since Peyton left has swept the, the Chargers when they were way worse. So, yeah. Some was really good matchups. Uh, out wide in this one, certain going up against whether it's Mike Williams or Keenan Allen. You right. Know, I love I, anytime I get a chance to watch Patrick certain, um all 22, that, that, that dude's nuts. How good he is so early in his career. So good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I like the idea that, you know, it, this doesn't make much sense. Broncos get a win. Chargers fans are gonna be mad. I know my brother's probably listening to me. He's a room above me right now because I'm recorded at my parents' house, and uh, he's probably just fuming. Um, you're gonna go Denver win here. All right, the next two weeks are already picked out. Actually, th- technically three weeks. Jets week seven, the host of the Jets. We have wins here for the Broncos. Week eight at Jacksonville, we have wins for the Broncos. A bye in week nine. Week ten. Denver is traveling to Nashville to play the Titans. And I have a win and you have a loss. So week 11, week 11 hosting Vegas. I'm going to give, I'm going to give Denver their win back. I'm going to give Denver the win back at home. I think the Raiders are a better team. Okay. I want to ride with that. I want to ride with that. So you guys have a. If there's anyone that's got home field advantage, it normally ends up being Denver. Well, Kansas City's a tough place to play too. Yeah. Um, Denver's um, probably the only other close one in the AFC West. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm gonna go Raiders. Gonna go Raiders for the sweep. I like it. I like it. Uh, week twelve. Let me do, go double check. They are playing the Carolina Panthers, and I'm pretty sure we got a dub for this one. That is correct. Yep. Win for the Broncos. Uh, week 13. What's up? You picked the Panthers to be 2-15, and 15, did you? I did, didn't I? <laughs> I did. Um, yeah. <sighs> so mean. <laughs> let's, uh, let's see. Week 13 at Baltimore. This is tricky because I don't want to, like, we probably, Baltimore might be undefeated right now based on everything we picked. So I'm going to give, I'm going to, I think they can. I think with great defense, if this defense plays up, you know, we, we didn't mention Randy Gregory um, either uh, is, is, is moving on. This is all stuff. If this defense can properly game plan for Lamar Jackson, they actually have the offensive firepower to keep up. I think right now, the Russ versus Lamar is kind of a dream matchup. Um, I'm going to go win here for the Broncos. Uh, It's, it's, I, I get how, Denver's offense against Baltimore's defense. I think I get how I could see an advantage for Denver in that one. Um, it, it's going to rely on mobility. You know, right. Russ is going to have to keep plays alive because they're going to be after him. And those receivers are probably going to be covered. 
early on in the routes, it's going to, you're going to have to extend plays and rely on them getting open, you know, in second reaction times, second window times. So let's say this Lamar's run game is, is stymied and he has to learn, he has to throw downfield and it turns into Denver picking him off. And that's how Denver gets the win. Okay. It turns into Lamar trying to do too much, putting himself in bad positions and uh, yeah, Denver. Denver capitalizes. Man, we we didn't like Denver early on in our pickums. Now look at us. I know it's really not that bad, right? No, they're it's really they're, not that bad right now. It feels they're from really in playoff contention. They have two losses right now, which I maybe have blown that way out of proportion. You have four losses for them. Yeah. Uh, week fourteen, hosting Kansas City. Um, I'm going to go, they got to get one on KC, right? Like that, the KC, we're going to talk about them in a little bit, but they haven't really blown us away with their off season. No, I'll go, they have Andy Reid and they have Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I'll go win here for Denver. Okay. Okay. What, what are you thinking? Is it, is it the defense too much for that? What we think is a weaker offense from Kansas city. This well, year? I mean, honestly, like looking back, I don't have the scores right in front of me, but um, Denver's defense. I know it's, you know, defensive minded coach with Fangio, but they've most cases kept Casey in check, but just did not have the offense to really do anything with it. That's kind of my logic. With that, you know, this offense, you know, Drew Locke might have come close once, but um, but the defense has largely been able to kind of hold its own, but it's the the offense hasn't been able to extend drives. It's three and outs and the defense just gets gassed by the end. So um, that's kind of where my logic fits with that. I like that. I'm with you. Uh, well, yeah, we're hoping this quarterback is the offensive jump. That's the juice. That's the real difference in this team from year to last year to this year is that Russell's Russell Wilson's ability to win offensively, you know, is top notch when, when given the right support, I think. So I'm with you. Yeah. 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 It's, it's going to be a lesser Kansas city team and maybe I'll have to just get used to that. We'll see. They can make us look real dumb. They could. They Sky, could. Sky Moore could be just as good as Tyreek Hill. <laughs> that is, that is true. I do have some points to make about that when we get there. But so you're going to go win here for Denver? Yeah, I like it. You, I, I'm with you 100%. That defense will keep them in check. All right. Week 15 hosting Arizona. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to give a couple losses here. Uh, I'm going to go a loss here against Arizona. I don't want to completely... Well, this is back half Arizona. Oh, do I do it? Do I do it? This is DeAndre Hopkins, maybe hurts. Kyler Murray probably banged up. Oh, God. I'll go, I'll go my, some humble pie. I'll go a loss. No, I'm going to go win. I'm, I can't. I can't do that. I'm going to go win here over Arizona. I really don't like Arizona. Those, yeah. These cross-conference wins d- d- don't um, – they don't hurt – like I said it wrong. 
these when you lose an out of conference, it doesn't hurt you nearly as much as in conference. Even if I were to hand them the loss, wouldn't matter. But I I can see them playing maybe as good as Arizona. I don't know, dude. Arizona. I don't know why we hate them so much. I mean, they, they did fall apart down the year, but they were a playoff team. They were wasn't. So the, I'm with Arizona. So let's give a loss to the Broncos. You're gonna give a loss. Okay. Doesn't doesn't hurt them that much. They're still in contention. Alrighty. Um. Week 16 at the Rams, that's going to be a loss. <laughs> what are we going to have the Rams going? Jeez Louise. All right, I'm with you. Yeah. We Odell's, the Rams Od- list. Odell's probably back at this point. Maybe. We'll see. I keep, I keep saying he's going back. I don't know why. I know. It makes sense, sort of. Yeah. Uh, week 7 at Kansas City, KC gets their win back at, Arrow, at, at GEHA at Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah, I like that. Except I, for the stadium name, but I like that. I just like Arrowhead. Just leave it at that. Uh, week 18, hosting the Chargers, and I'm going to give the Chargers a win back. So I'm with you. Uh, Denver, let's say Denver probably goes in the postseason called one, two, um, three, four, five. So I have them in that. Oh, Jesus, that's a hot start. 12 and five. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, and you have them at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You have them at uh, nine and eight. Nine and eight. So you're not you're not sold on the hype. I get it. I completely understand. I'm it's improvement. Fine. It's improvement for them. No doubt a step in the right direction. So we'll see. We'll see. I just think they, I mean, they're obviously gonna benefit. I think they're gonna benefit from um, you know, having a last place schedule. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a helpful bunch. All right. Let's move on to my favorite team in the AFC West, the LA Chargers. Um, I have loved their offseason. I really, truly have. I am excited uh, to see this team go out there and, and, and play and compete. And I really, truly believe that this is their year um, to take a nice step forward. This is a uh, second year for, for Brandon Staley third year for Justin Herbert. Uh, this team is too good to not even not make a postseason appearance, I think. Um, and they did due diligence getting uh, help on the defense. They went, they, they traded nothing for Khalil Mack. They went and signed JC Jackson um, to a massive contract. I hope that pans out for them. I always get worried. I think you and I might've talked about this before, but, or me and Andrew, but um always get worried when Belichick guys leave and go to another place, draw a huge sum of money and uh, don't necessarily pan out. We, I think we've seen that several times in the past, but I think JC Jackson's a different animal and I hope he does benefit the chargers. Um, I also really like their fourth, I think his fourth round draft pick Isaiah Spiller at running back um, that they, they have the Justin, Justin Jackson, I think maybe one other one at backup running back and they've kind of fizzled out, but um yeah, it's the uh, it's the Austin Eckler and the Isaiah Spiller kids got a lot of high promise. Um, they didn't really lose anybody. I think that's the big thing. No, they didn't lose anybody. They only added. I'm trying to f- see if there's who is my favorite addition. I mean, the Van, the Kyle Van Noy one's a little sneaky. Van Noy is, is a little bit underrated. I didn't want to add him as a key one because he's kind of lost his uh, – I'm not going to say he's like a top ad, 
But I, I, I mean, he, I thought he produced enough with Miami a couple years ago um, when, when they took him away from, from uh, New England. So all that, all that knowledge is going to bring to those young guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I like that. Uh, You're right. Um, Didn't lose anything. Signed Zion Johnson to a four-year contract. Smart move. Yeah. Their offensive line has been doo-doo for too long. So they had that, they drafted that one kid last year. Oh, he didn't give up a single sack. What the heck was his name? Oh, yeah, the kid from Northwestern. I, I think so. He was a first-rounder. Um, he held up pretty well. That's probably their biggest hole is the offensive line. But, yeah, nor- year to year it has been at least. Yeah. but Their their defense is, is ready to go this year, though. It could be kind of scary. Yeah, they're all in, dude. They're all in. I, I, do, yeah. I love what, what the Chargers have done overall. Uh, and I love their head coach. I really do. I, you know what you always talk about, or sometimes you think like, man, who would you want to learn the game of football? The X's knows from football about, and I know his first year didn't end great, but I loved the way that their head coach and Brandon Staley talked about football and, you know, it just, just some of his early season, like maybe first half, first month or two, um, you know, conversations with the media. I was like, my God, this guy's brilliant. And obviously he has to be because he's an NFL coach, um, NFL head coach. He's earned that, you know, the right to be that. But, uh, man, with all these talented guys, Keenan Allen, still the most underappreciated wide receiver in the NFL. By um, a mile. By a, by a country mile. It, yeah. is, it is insane how much disrespect Keenan Allen gets. Um, you know, and Mike Williams had a great year last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, – you know, probably one other signing to it, little underrated is that Gerald Everett. Um, he's like a, a decent one. Tight end has been something they've struggled with for a long time. Hunter Henry didn't pan out. Gerald Everett is all right. He caught a couple uh, sweet passes last year. I think he might have been in um, – was he in Seattle? I think he went to Seattle last year. I could be mistaken. But, um, but yeah, this Charger squad is legit, and to me – Roster-wise, I I I would say, first glance, not really breaking down their schedule, that the Chargers might be the second or third best team in the AFC and top five overall in the NFL. I was thinking top five in the NFL pretty easily. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before we move on, uh, Rashawn Slater. Slater, he, yes, that uh, is who it was. Yeah, he went. He did go to Northwestern. So okay, yeah, that kid was good last year. Mm-hmm. Um. But you know, it, we're this is all talk right now, right? At, do I do you and I obviously believe that the Chargers have a top five roster in the NFL? But it's all about execution. If they're if they're going September, October, November, December, they have some of the slip ups they did last year. It's it's all for naught. But it, it's really hard to imagine the Chargers messing this up. But it also wouldn't be all that surprising as well. Well, we'll see. We'll certainly see. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to add to the Chargers? It hasn't been, like you said, they've added some big time names, but it hasn't been as revolutionary or crazy as like Denver's Denver's has been. No, I mean, nothing that weighs as heavily as adding a Russell Wilson. So. Right, right. No, no, they were smart, calculated. Another good draft. Yeah. They're ready. They're ready. This they need. They need to just stick together. That's the biggest thing that takes down these young teams. I, I think that's what took them down last year was I think certain decisions made by the head coach probably were second guessed too much. Probably. Be yeah. all in. 
be all in. If your coach is going to be that balls to the wall aggressive, then that's you. You guys are too. Right. And, and embrace it. And maybe you can be the bullies of the West, man. Like, let's see if they steamroll this, this schedule. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. So, um, yeah, let's, uh, let's get into it. Let's, let's see how things, things pan out. Um, week one, big time game for, uh, for the first week of football, uh, the rematch from week 18 last year of winter gets in, uh, chargers hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm going to go win here for the chargers. Yeah. I said it when the Broncos played the Raiders, uh, I thought that the Raiders would be in a better place. If the chargers are going to be that team in that division this year, they need to get out of the gates early. So let, let's buy in. I'm with them. They get the win here. All right. Raiders fans are pissed. As they should be. Devontae Adams gets shut down by J.C. Jackson. Well, that's, that's It doesn't happen. You don't shut down. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. No. Week two at Kansas City. I, th- I, I really think the Chargers got Casey's number this year. Like... My brother just said for Casey. I don't know if you picked that up. Yep. Uh, uh, you did. You did hear it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I I think defensively they can hang, and I think offensively they can get there. This team is poised to get into a shootout and win. And they've done it before. They've legit done it before. Um, last couple of years, if I'm not mistaken, the Chargers have split the series, but I, I think the Chargers are it are taking that step forward. I really do. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go win here for the Chargers at Arrowhead. It's at Arrowhead. Yes. So this would be quite, quite the statement. I like it, and I'm going to call an MVP for this game. My boy, Kenneth Murray, who I currently have on my season of Madden I'm playing because I traded for him. <laughs> He's a beast. He has five picks in, in 17 games. Phenomenal. That's, that's not bad. Yeah, as a linebacker, middle linebacker, that's sick. Uh, this game, MVP, two sacks, strip strip sack, one of them's a strip sack, fumble recovery, and an interception. Okay. He's all over the field. Win for the Chargers. Win for the Chargers. I like it. All right, week three, hosting Jacksonville. I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this one. I'm just going to double check. Yes, it is uh, some W's. For the Chargers, uh, they go to Houston in week four. Pretty sure, sure I know the answer to this one, too, but always want to just double check. Um, yes, wins for the Chargers. Week five at Cleveland. Um, still don't know the situation with Deshaun Watson, but as it stands right now, the lowest likely um, the lowest likely suspension is probably like six to eight weeks, and that puts them right here against Cleveland. Uh, I think with or without Deshaun Watson, the Chargers have the better roster and, and probably the better situation going on here. So I'm going to go win uh, for Herbert and the Chargers. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Not picking too many wins for the Browns this year. No, no. Uh, week week six, hosting Denver. Uh, we both have wins here for the Broncos, so they catch their first loss. Week seven, hosting Seattle. That's a... A win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Week eight, a bye. Week nine at Atlanta. Ooh, doggy. Uh, yeah, no brainer there. That's a win. 
uh, week 10 at San Francisco. I hate that we don't know what San Francisco is this year. I hate it. But it's West Coast, so there's not really any time travel crossings. They got that going for them. I'm going to go, oh, God, I'm going to go win. I, I'm going to go win for the Chargers. I, I don't see it again with San Francisco. Yeah. Um, that's another one, yeah. Yeah. I don't want them to get too far ahead, but at the same time, I don't want to pick make my picks based on not letting them get too far ahead in the division. But Right, right. Um, week 11, hosting Kansas City. Does Casey have enough to get the win back? There's a part of me that wants to pull the sweep. There's a part of me that wants to pull the sweep, but I don't know if I I don't know if I could do that. I think you can. Yeah. But but I mean, like these wins and losses could be so close in the division. They could be super, super close. You're talking like 24, 20. You know, uh, literally just a tip pass. Right. I really, it's so hard to picture. You know, I, I think there is some strength in KC and uh, and what they've done. So I will I will give I'll give a loss here. I'll give a loss. Loss. No. No win. You gotta go win. All right. I love it. I love it. Uh, week 12 at Arizona. I got to give Arizona something, right? I mean, do you have any Cardinals fans in your life? No, one of them got, one of them was a friend of a kid I used to coach at wrestling and um, he was a dickhead. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go win here for the Chargers. <laughs> I'm going to win. I'm going to win for the Chargers because that kid was a dickhead. Thank you. Um, sorry, Cardinals fans. Week 13 at the Raiders. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go a loss here. They needed one less dickhead and they could have had a win. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where they travel to? Where, where are they going now? Uh, this is in Vegas. In Vegas, in Vegas. I, I want Raiders win, so loss for the Chargers. All right, week 14 at Miami. Win for the Chargers. Both of us have wins here. Week 15, though, I think you have a win for the Chargers, and I gave I gave the Titans a stupid win. So oh, loss. Titans, Titans. Boo. I know. Um let's see what. Uh 16 at Indianapolis. I have a win. And I'm pretty sure. Did you come a loss? I think you picked Indy to win. You did. Take that, Mark Angelo, you <laughs> son of a B. Uh, week 17. I take that back. Mrs. Johnson's not a B. <laughs> son of a you. wonderful woman. <laughs> week 17 hosting the Rams. Chargers win. Wow. There's your statement. What month are we in now? That's December, January. This- no, wait. This would be this would be January because that that week sixteen that's the one I'm going to that's the day after Christmas so picking up big time wins we're at the playoff mark that's 
very on Chargers like. Dude, this shit's tight. It's tight. Yeah, I'm with you. Let's see a win. Win, and then week 18 at Denver. We have wins. So I have the Chargers at one, two, three, four, 13 and four. I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility. You have met one, two, you have met 14 and three. So a strong, strong year for our LA Chargers. Strong year. I think I have them tied with the Bills for first in the AFC as, as so far. Right. And they might have, a, I think the way you have it picked out, no, might be similar conference records too. So probably we'll go take a look ahead. at that. We'll have to take a look at that before we do the NFC North one, before we map out our, our predictive breaks. Yeah. But um, yeah, let's not break our brains trying to do that now. No, 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 absolutely not. Uh, next up, we have the Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders, uh, a significant, really good offseason. Some people, um, you know, I, I'm excited for the Raiders. I, last year was, it, it was, I was okay with the Raiders bumping past Indy, I think, deep down, taking the taking the Colts fan out and, and like thinking about just the NFL fan for everything that the Raiders went through last year. Um, and I think it gave them their edge that they had. Like they were like, okay, we're we're playing with a purpose now. We're not just gonna let this we've seen this crap happen before and we've let it get us down. But I think after the Henry Ruggs thing, and maybe I, th- I think another the other guy got arrested on like a gun charge like two weeks later. They were just all business. The Raiders were just all business through the rest of the season, and they they killed it, man. They solid, solid finish. And uh, shout out to Rich Basaccia, their uh, their interim head coach, and what a great dude. Do you see the thing that he wrote like handwritten letters to all the players, like thanking them and and whatnot? Yeah, dude, that's amazing. What mm-hmm. What a great guy, but uh, brand new regime, brand new regime. Uh, they went and uh, got Josh McDaniels, right? Uh, last time that the team went and got Josh McDaniels, everything went pretty sway, right? Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it turned helped turn Jay Cutler into the legendary Bears player that he would become. Let's just say that gave Tim Tebow the platform, uh, eventually to be uh, the superstar that he was for you know, a very brief period of time, good times, good times. But uh, yeah, the Raiders, they pretty stellar offseason. Their their key moves this past year were the acquisition of Devontae Adams, trading for him, giving up a fleet of picks, uh, understandably so. They also uh, traded Yannick Ngakwe. They traded him to the Colts for their young cornerback, Rock Yassin, who was, um, gets a little grabby at times, but uh, just a little grabby, but he is coming into his own. I was a little disappointed in it, but it is what it is. Uh, but I also like their signing of Chandler Jones uh, in a Raiders jersey. I think that was another one uh, to, to come to the Raiders. I thought that was a pretty solid move too. Their defense has... Uh, um, it's it's a it's a not it's a decent defense. Uh, they extended Max Crosby, mm-hmm. I, I believe, this year too, who had a monster who, who had a monster season last you know in twenty twenty one. I I really do like the Raiders and what they were able to accomplish. Yeah, I, the addition of Chandler Jones to go on the opposite side, opposite side of Crosby is huge because Crosby wouldn't be able to win on his own if you had somebody on the other side 
that right. isn't also pretty damn talented. Um, the Rocky Sin addition and the you know ascending in Gakwe, you know, away like that trade off. It's kind of even, in my opinion. Both guys right now, their names stand way higher than what their production shows. They're, neither one of them has capitalized fully on any one of their seasons. So we'll, we'll see what, you know, I, I was a big fan of Rocky Sin coming out, so hopefully he proves me right someday. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, so far, not not so good. I, I, but I, I think the, the biggest thing is that offense is going to challenge you all day, all day. Oh, for so sure. The only thing they don't have is Carr having legit kind of threat running the ball, <laughs> like, like scrambling and stuff. Like he can, he can get around in the pocket. He can pick up, you know, a, foot, a first down here and there. But as far as actually challenging you out in space, that's the only thing they, they don't have because they have, they have deep threats. They have, everything underneath they have pretty good tight ends they have pretty good offensive line like that offense is like i don't know definitely a top 10 offense i think it can be that might be something nice to sit down to and do like a like an overall league ranking like at the the end i've always Um, wanted to hand out like letter grades for like where they stand as offensive line goes let's do that i mean we got some time to kill after we get through these eight weeks so you know these next few weeks we're in the we're in the back half now so why the heck not um we could definitely do that. So, but yeah, so the Raiders have had, uh, Raiders have done well. The Raiders have done well. I'm just, it was really cool for me to see, you know, Derek Carr and Devontae Adams together. I remember a couple of years ago, it was after Jordy Nelson got shipped to uh, the Raiders for that one year he was there. Him and Aaron Rodgers did like this trade off thing where in, in like training practice, and uh, Carr threw a pass to Devontae Adams, and and they let Aaron throw like a like a warm up pass to Jordy. And it's just a really cool moment that I I'll, I'll never forget. And it's just it's nice to see that all just come together. Um, but this is all stuff that Derek Carr has long wanted, right? Derek Carr is another he's another char- character in the NFL, another player in the NFL who gets so easily disrespected. And I really don't know if we have seen peak Derek Carr yet. Um, I think we're going to get that this year. He has had decent wide receiver help, but, you know, and Amari Cooper uh, and they had, oh, who was the other one? Crabtree used to get his chain snatched all the time. Um, you know, he's had decent help in that regard, but as far as like a complete team and the eight or nine seasons that car has been with the Raiders, this is hands down the best effort that they've gotten to put a team around him. You know, it, the emergence of Hunter Renfro, I do want to acknowledge him too. He got, ex- he got a nice extension this past year too. Um, uh, real good, real good. I, I love what this team has, has got going for it. If so. only Henry, Henry Ruggs was still a thing. I know. They did also trade away that Brian, Brian was it Brian? Adams? Brian Edwards. Edwards, yeah. He's in, uh, where, the, where did he go? Atlanta. That's right. That's right. So. He was a young stud. I know Ryan was a big fan of him. So, um, but all right, let's get this thing. Let's get this thing underway. So, all right, week one, the Raiders are at the Chargers. I believe we gave losses here. Week two versus Arizona. I'm going to go. I'm going to go a loss here. Yeah. 
Start them off slow. Start off slow. All right, week three, they're at Tennessee. Week three, they're at the Tennessee Titans. Get their win on the board. Raiders can compete with that. We both have wins here. Week four against the Broncos. We have a win here for the Raiders. Week five at Kansas City. Week five at Kansas City. Can they get above 500? I think they can. Win at KC. Hmm. Circle the buses. Circle the buses around the stadium. Are the Chiefs completely falling apart? No. Are they going from first to third? I think early on, that's what it would look like. It would look like that. Hey, we you predicted them. You did predicted them to have a slow start last year. I think they're vulnerable. I think that's the correct phrase. That I don't see them as untouchable as I have in the past, but they are vulnerable. Yeah. <clears throat> all right fine let's do it win for the raiders all right uh week six a bye week seven hosting houston pretty sure i know the answer to this one too but just got to double check yes wins for the raiders week eight at new orleans i have a loss you have a win week nine at jacksonville Man, this is an easy schedule. I know. <laughs> you have a win for Jacksonville. I have a win for Vegas. So, all right, week 10, hosting Indianapolis. I have a win for the Raiders. You have a loss. Right, right? Oh, yeah. I yes. don't think so. I think a wow. picture boys would be 13 and four. 14 and three. Oh, I have a three with type at 14 and three. That's silly. Win loss. All right. Week 11 at Denver. Week 11 at Denver. We have, I have a loss here. And you have a win. Week 12 at Seattle. Wow. These become less. We haven't picked Seattle yet. Uh, I think it's going to be a win. (laughs) We've talked about Seattle so much. Yeah. Um, what do you got? Uh, I have no reason to pick Seattle, so let's go win. All right. Week, week 13, hosting Los Angeles Chargers. We have wins here. Week 14 at the Rams. I have a loss. I will give the Raiders a win. Whoa. I love it. Love it, love it. All right, week 15, they are playing against the – they are hosting the New England Patriots. We have wins here for the Raiders. Week 16 at Pittsburgh. I can see a win. Mm -hmm. Win. Week 17, hosting San Francisco. Got to throw San Fran a bone. I'm going to go a loss. Mm, no, no. You gotta go win. Mm-hmm. I love the way they finished the year last year. Okay. And week eighteen, hosting Kansas City. I gave them a win. Um, I'm gonna give the Chiefs their win back. So uh, yeah, a loss here. Yeah, I'm with a loss for the Raiders. Two, three, four, five, six, eleven and six. I think that's fair. That's what I have at. You have them at one, two, three, four. 
five, 12 and five. So you have them right now in second place amongst your picks. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right. The main event, Kansas City Chiefs, the defending. Uh, <laughs> this group chat is wild. Um, the defending AFC West champions, they've won it for like the last five, six years straight. Five, six years straight. Uh, KC has, uh, yeah, they've changed a little bit, changed a little bit this past year. Um, after losing to the the Bengals in the AFC championship game, Tyree kill went, uh, he left, he, he, but he went bye-bye. Yeah. He went bye-bye. Um, <laughs> and they've, uh, attempted to, I guess, reinvest with, um, some lesser, some lesser people, which I think could be used to their advantage, could be used, uh, to their advantage. Um, Marquez Valdez Scantling is a uh, you know a big one here that the Chiefs went and acquired. They also uh, went and got Juju Smith Schuster, all right, which is a pretty big one. And then they drafted uh, they drafted Alave, correct? No, they took Sky Moore. Sky Moore, you did say that. My apologies, um, Sky Moore. So they while they did lose a speed burner in Tyree Kill, who. Uh, the the KC backlash has been absolutely insane about that. Absolutely insane about that. Sending death threats and stuff like, yo, don't just chill. Like you all held, you all held Tyree kill in high regard. And then he left and he wanted to prop up his new teammate and y'all just hate on him. But I do think, like, I don't think that KC is like instantaneously this, this losing team. Um, Obviously we picked a lot of teams. We've picked some teams against them. There's no doubt about it. They're vulnerable. They haven't gotten better on defense. These are my criticism of, of Kansas City. I, I'm, you know what I mean? I, I have them playoff contenders, but they haven't really grown. And I, I think, you know, now that Patrick Mahomes' contract is starting to take in, the rest of the team is starting to take a hit. I, I really do think these are aspects that they correlate. You know, Seattle's decline started when Russell Wilson started taking big money. Right. Um, and again, as we say, every time we talk about players and money, go get your money, dude. But um, but their defense hasn't been built up. All right. Teams are finding ways to stay with them, stay competitive with them. But uh, they lost a lot of speed this year when they let when Tyree Kill got sent to Miami. Lost a lot of speed and and not to bring up old boons, but it was that speed that killed the Bills in the divisional round. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was that type of speed that that won them games. They're you know they have Travis Kelsey who's going to take on a much bigger workload. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling, which as interesting of a move as it is, he's never really been that guy. Uh, even with Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball, um, you know, and Juju Smith Schuster, he could benefit this year. He's not a good wide. He's he hasn't he has not been a good wide receiver one on on with with Pittsburgh. He has not been, and his injuries are starting to mount up too. So the biggest thing here is Sky Moore, um, you know, who he's the biggest wild card of, of all of this. Their run game, not good. Um, their run game has not been good uh, ever. They don't really, it's a pass happy offense, but their defense has really is like really gotten stagnant and stale and, they need Patrick Holmes to throw the ball like 40 plus times in a game just to, just to be competitive. And that's, that's where I worry about Casey because that's not going to last forever. 
No, completely unsustainable. I, I think the the biggest thing that you you already ha- you already said is that as good as the offense could be and and was on uh, the past, that defense always was like as as painful it is to bring up that playoff game. At the same time, I'm like, well, my offense did to your defense, right? Like, I know you did the same to mine, which is embarrassing as well. But it's like you let that happen during the season too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like your, your defense, you know, fell apart in just the playoffs. No, your, your defense got picked apart in the early in the season, you know? So, yeah, I, I think, I think they, uh, they need to blend their uh, team a little better than they've had in the past. So they're going to win this year or next year, or the year after it's, it's going to be in a slightly different way. You got you to gotta control the clock. You're not going to have as many splash plays probably. You know, n- none of those big um, run at the catch options as often because that's what Tyreek Hill does. Um, I, I think, it, yeah, they're going to have to learn how to play a little more possession, um, keep the other team off the field, and therefore also helping their below average defense. Right. So, so yeah, it is uh... – yeah, it is. It is certainly amazing what Casey's been able to do. I mean, I got to give him credit, though. That's what Andy Reid teams do, though. They're always towards the top of the, you know, the NFL. Very rarely do they they take massive hits. Like this is always going to be one of those teams that's always close. But I, I just feel like I don't know. I feel like when they lost to Tampa Bay and then then Cincinnati um, knocked them out last year, I was like, okay, I'm not going to say that their window was closed, but they kind of hit that like stagnant like aura about them, right? Like when, like when Peyton finally went and won and then it was kind of the, like, it, like with the Colts, like that was kind of the it end of it. Like the team didn't do enough. They peaked right then and there. And that was kind of the end of it. And that's, that's how I feel with KC right now at this point in time. So um, lost, have they really lost? I mean, obviously aside from Tyree kill, they really truly like lost any big name pieces. I don't think they really have. I'm trying to think of somebody left in their right their linebacker core. That's popping my head for some reason, but I they really didn't it. lose anybody major. Tyreek was the big one. They lost this Chris Fink dude from <laughs> who went to like the Bears. Uh, Nikia Griffin Stewart went to to Cleveland. They've retained a lot of pieces. Daryl Williams, their center or a center, went to case uh, went to the New England. So. Um, they really haven't lost much. They're in a decent spot, I think. Decent spot. But um, but that's – I think we talked about this with uh, New England back in the first week we were doing this. But, like, stagnant is a negative in today's NFL mm-hmm. as, as, as the league moves towards a more NBA style, you know, of, of free agency and trade period. So let's, uh, let's finish this episode up strong. All right, Kansas City Chiefs. Week one, they travel to Arizona. Man, Arizona's start of the season's tough. Yeah. I'm going to give a win here to KC. Yeah, I'll take that. All right. Week two, hosting the Chargers. Um, loss. Losses. Week three at Indianapolis. I know I have a win for Indy here. 
So I think the run game beats them, and you have a win as well. So we have losses here. Casey off to a one and two start. Week four at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Just talked about them last week. Another loss. Week five hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. Literally just talked about them. Loss. Very tough start here <laughs> for KC. Um, and it gets well, we even... say the words win loss a lot when we do this. I don't feel bad at all. No, I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. Week six hosting Buffalo. Um, I gave him a loss. You gave him a win. Come on, Bills. What the heck? <laughs> week seven at San Fran. Win. San Fran does not scare me because I don't know what they are, just like you said. So let, let's go with the team that I know what they're going to be. All right. So win for the, the Chiefs. Week eight, mm-hmm. a bye. Week nine, hosting Tennessee. Let's see what we got for that one. Come on, wins. I have a loss. You have a win. Yeah. Week 10, hosting Jacksonville. Wins. Week 11 at the Chargers. You have a, you have a loss. I have a win. Uh, Week 12 hosting the Rams. I'll give Casey a win here. Okay. It ain't got to be pretty, but I'll give Casey a win. Uh, Kansas City loss. Kansas City loss. Okay. Week 13 at the Cincinnati Bengals. So they're going to the jungle. Um, <laughs> and we haven't picked the AFC North yet. Let's go. Um, I'll give him a win. Okay. I'll give him a regular season win. All right. All right. Um, What was the game like in the playoffs? I'm trying to remember. It was close. They went to overtime. It was. But also, Joe Burrow and company won him, beat him in a shootout in the regular season, too. Yeah. Edged him out. It was close. I mean, realistically, on paper, I feel like with the way that Casey's defense is, that Joe Burrow and company should just go there and just, um, just go to town. Yeah. But it's the NFL. So <laughs> very true. Uh, it's close, but it's a Kansas City loss. Kansas City loss. Okay. Week 14 at Denver. We have losses. Week 15 at Houston. Pretty sure we got wins here. Houston I would, is, so. I would be ashamed of myself. Yes, we have wins. Um Versus Seattle, I'm pretty sure you would agree with wins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Week 17, hosting the Broncos, get their wins back, so finishing strong. And then week 18 at the Raiders, I have a win, you have a loss. So let's count it out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I got a 10 and 7 finish. For KC, you have one, two, three, four, 
seven, eight, nine. You have them at eight and nine. Oh, no God, love for no. the Chiefs. No love for the Chiefs. Wow. Eight and nine. That's harsh. That's that's not good. <laughs> that's harsh. <laughs> but um, I picked hey, them to be last place. Yeah, you did. Typical Bill fan. <laughs> you said it, not I. Uh, but hey, this is the difference, man. This is I, I don't mind it because this is the difference between uh, getting a Russell Salvatore steak dinner or not. So I'm way off. <laughs> <laughs> but hey. You could have picked the right games to win. You never know. You never know. You never know how it goes. So, um, all right. But that is it. We got through it, my man. AFC West, I appreciate your time. Uh, as always, um, we got through it. We got through it. Mm-hmm. Any- we got three divisions to go. Three divisions. NFC West is next week. NFC West is next week. So, oh, we'll we'll, we'll totally know uh, what the Niners are in a week. Oh God, we're, we're gonna learn so much in a week, and then be like, I know this team inside and out. <laughs> Niners and Arizona. It's not gonna be good. So. Oh God. Oh, it's gonna be bad. So this this is the division that decides the the steak dinner. Probably whoever correctly picks the winner of this division. God help us. I mean, honestly, after this though, it's all boring, right? It's all boring. It's the NFC North and AFC North. And most of that is just fill in stuff. That episode will be 30 minutes long, probably. Uh, But that is the fun in it. But all right, listeners, thank you so much. Appreciate your time uh, listening to us as always. And on behalf of Brian and I, till next time, the two point conversation is good. (laughs) 